2: Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I'm Boyd Hilton. It's sometime around um, seven o'clock and it looks like Thomas Partey is winging his way in a plane over to London having had a medical in Spain and that we're going to sign him um, for the 45 million release clause, and it's all very exciting. Um, no confirmation yet, and so if this doesn't happen, then apologies, but at the moment, it's looking like it's going to happen. Obviously, it's complete coincidence that it's happening now, as we're doing this podcast, because we always do it on a Monday, pretty much at 7 anyway, but it's beautifully timed, and I have got Sky Sports news going on in the background, um fully and monitoring the situation should that be finalized should he touch down and sign the contract placed in his hand at any point by presumably edu or someone but we're still in that exciting situation where there's live transfer day final day action which is good we've also got josh josh landy is here psychic psychic josh looking resplendent um and he's got some Thank very you. exciting arson wenger related news that i won't spoil at this point we'll, we'll discuss that later and discuss Interviews he's done about his book coming up soon. And we have actor, singer, presenter, comedian, impressionist, and star of not only Celebrity Karaoke Club on ITV2, but also the long-awaited revival of Spitting Image on BritBox, Luke Kempner. Welcome, Luke. Good good to yeah. be
0: back. Arsenal playing well. You know, it's all good. Yeah. Life's good.
2: It's, it's beautiful. There was a launch on Friday yeah. um, in, in, uh, in central London of of the show, Spitting image with lo- with all the big TV critics and TV journalists, yes, yes, like me, invited yeah. to go along. Tragically, I couldn't make it, and I have to apologise because the uh, the um the lovely publicist emailed me the day before saying, oh, "Are you coming to this bloody launch or not?" And yeah, I, and yeah, yeah. I, every Friday I record my other podcast, my pilot team uh, podcast, so I couldn't make it. Of course, I thought when I said I couldn't make it, should should immediately go, "We'll reschedule the the launch. We'll put it on a little <laughs> bit later." I mean, It'd I, be I said, "If to Boyd's
0: not going to be there, then I'm not going to yeah. be there." Yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: what the fuck? But. Having, I know lots of people who did go who thought it was really good and had a really good time and said it was great. And, um, and I've watched the first episode, which is on Britain, and it is very good. Which um, ones did you do in So in
0: that I'm, and my big ones in episode one was Dominic Wab. So I do lots of Dominic Wab and I do a fun thing with, um, Kuwaiti, where he does a <laughs> yeah, sort of uh, yeah. uh, vlog. Uh, I do hear him. I do a bit of Net, Nick Han, uh, Matt Hancock, not Nick Hancock, <laughs> Matt Hancock, um, who's going to have more this week. But his was quite funny. I bet hide, he is. hiding yeah, after,
2: after the fifteen thousand missing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cases so, of COVID.
0: And then I did a lot of voices in the Jacinda Ardern song, um, uh, playing uh, some various New Zealand singers and characters. Uh, and I think that about it for episode 1 but then like I'm doing Piers Morgan so you'll hear a lot more of Piers as the time goes on I got to, got to chat to Piers on Good Morning Britain the other yeah.
1: day and he was very yeah, happy with that. his
0: grotesque puppet um and I'm doing Jurgen Klopp as well you know it might be a little bit more of him this week yeah <laughs> and then um and actually Emmanuel Macron you'll find that basically sounds a little bit like Arsene so uh, <laughs> you'll find as there's, uh, there's more Macron there's basically a little bit of Arsene slipped in nice nice the Arsen Wenger
2: book is out soon, as I'm sure you know, which and you're going to. I know you're going to the, the kind of launch chat yes, about it yes. at, the, at the Palladium. So you, I think I think when the Arsen Wenger book launch starts, he's on Graham Norton on Friday week, which I revealed on Twitter. I had a big, had a viral. He's on with Dawn French yes. and Samuel L. Jackson. Amazing. Yeah, what a lineup. I, I think I That's assume Jackson. Yeah, I assume Jackson's going to be on a video on Zoom. Oh right, okay. I assume. I'm not sure. Yeah, It's, it's yeah, possible he'll yeah. be in the studio. But they had a mix on Friday in the studio. And he'll definitely be on with Tom French. Which um, I, even that alone. I like, I, and what the fuck is Graham Norton going to ask him? as so well? I'm fascinated by that. Oh,
0: he's going to be exceptional. I can't wait.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And we've already had a couple of interviews with him. There was an interview with him in The Times. Um, and one, I think, in, um, in Le Keep or somewhere like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And in the times interview the most interesting thing about the in the times interview was we'll get to the Arsenal games that happened in the last in the in recent yesterday and but I wanted to mention this before I forget did you read this did you I'm not sure did you read this Luke no I've interview? not read read it no He's, he talks about god no less Oh. he says I still have religious from- <laughs> yeah him god and the other one <laughs> and the christian um, <laughs> right entity, right okay the yeah. all seeing all powerful one <laughs> um second no i am gonna say that yeah, yeah. people oh i don't care second to dennis Burkham. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah certainly the complaints says, are rolling in.
2: <laughs> yeah i still like to go to church it's a place where you can concentrate he goes to mass he watches mass mass on television i cannot I'm a practicing catholic god has a huge strength you cannot prove that he doesn't exist on the other hand you cannot prove he exists I mean, it doesn't get much more existential philosophical yeah. than that, does it? In the middle of a fucking launch of his autobiography about managing Arsenal.
0: I love that his book is going to be, is a complete Christian rant. That's what it's going yeah. to be. <laughs> <laughs> There's been nothing about Arsenal. Um, oh, well, you know, but to be fair, like his statement, as always with Wenger, he makes a very good point.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, he does. Um Josh now, Boyd, I, ha- I have to come in here because there was something else mentioned in these uh, interviews, wasn't there, about his his walking and running. Yes, I mean, he does in his yeah, local area.
2: Yeah, and I was out
1: on the uh, on the weekend in the in the local nature reserve, very close to my house, and I was with my wife who who is now five months pregnant, and we were walking up what I'd say is fairly. Thank you, Luke. We were, you know, on what is fairly up uphill terrain. I would say. And there's no one near us, you haven't seen anyone for minutes. And and a long way behind us, we can see someone at almost the bottom of not quite a hill, but not far off. And it's been wet and it's it's hard underneath. And this guy looks a bit old, and he gets nearer and nearer, and it was Wenger. And I have never been so excited to have him. And because he was moving quite slowly, but if I'm moving like that at 70, I'll be delighted. Yeah. There was like even though we were walking, we were sort of at pace with him for a good few metres, and I'm, like, mouthing to, Ro- like, Rosie, it's Wenger. But I didn't- oh, my God, that's amazing. I, I was in my wellies, genuinely in wellies, because it had been raining that much, and it's that muddy on this route. And I just thought, I don't know, do I go running with him? And I, in the end, I obviously just did nothing. I did nothing. Oh, what? But, yeah, oh, I, I was sort of a bit starstruck. Oh, what you got to go, oh, Josh.
0: I'd have gone what up and said, I love you. you. I love yeah. you and then I'd have been I'd have shake it. I, well I mean you as you well know, I've met him, you know, a couple of times before and I'd say, Remember when we met before? And he'd say, No, I do not remember and I'm trying to walk on my own, thank you. Uh, but I think I'd think i would have to have said something. Like, I once saw Thierry Henry and uh, Gilberto Silva having lunch in uh, Soho House. And uh, and my wife was like, you cannot go over. Like, it's ah. one of the rules of the place that yes. like, you're not allowed yeah, to go. Yeah, that's the whole point of Soho. But, uh, and I was sitting there going, I know, but I always said, if I see Thierry Henry, I've got to go. And I didn't go and say hello. But the fact I just stared at him for 10 minutes was 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 quite exciting. I, yeah, I've got to
1: age seventy and and running on this trial was it was amazing oh he was uh, running he was running yeah he was running i've just oh fair enough yeah um he was running at you know not a fast pace but you know at a pace where uh, in wellies it would have looked really strange if i was trying to go (laughs) alongside him. it and also i thought he might be a bit worried for his safety there's no one else around (laughs) so i just left him uh, josh
2: your tactical error here you had a brilliant way in which was your your pregnant wife if you've got you know if you're alongside a pregnant woman you he can't ignore you can't be rude to you you can't be rude with a pregnant woman in in tow and so you could have had
1: a major interaction with him and you missed out oh what what i should have done is she should have sc- screamed in pain or something? Yeah. So that he would have felt obliged, and I would have gone. I haven't got a phone. I haven't got a phone or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, could yeah. have got yeah, his yeah. phone out. Then would have got him to ring a family member. So I'd have had his oh, mobile. That would have been a clever oh, idea. That,
0: yes. yeah, oh, well, yeah. if it so
1: again? Yeah. To, but uh, presumably, uh, he goes he goes running there regularly. I think so. But it will feel weird yes. if I go hang out, especially in this weather, in the in the rain and the cold outside. Hoping he's going to come by. Well,
2: it wouldn't be weird at all. Um, I also wanted funnily enough, the other thing I wanted to mention before we talk about the other more topical things is do you see, I don't know if you saw on Twitter, someone tweeted, about Nicholas Bentner's got a book out as well. Oh
0: yeah, I've read some of this. Yeah,
2: the Arsenal legend, second yeah. only to Dennis Bergkamp and Arsene Wenger. Yeah. Um, his book is called Both Sides. <laughs> Explosive. <laughs> <laughs> Explosive. Both but there's sides. a brilliant bit of it where he talks about his, um it's funny enough, his transfer day negotiation with Arsene Wenger and um, where he wanted to leave yeah. Arsenal, Wenger wouldn't let him. And this is the deal dialogue. I'm this is uh, so Arsene says, Wenger says, I'm afraid your transfer isn't going to happen. We've not been able to buy the striker we needed. So you're our backup. That's your job for next year. Um, I hang up, I look at my agent who shrugs his shoulders, then I call back and I say a bunch of pretty ugly, disrespectful stuff like arsehole and wanker. These are asterisks by the way, but they're clearly arsehole and wanker. So he's calling Wenger an arsehole and wanker first of all. Um, Then he says to to Arsene Wenger, we can't stand each other anymore. I say ending my tirade, It will be best if we parted ways. Wenger says, well, okay, that's quite possible, but it's not going to happen. See you at (laughs) training. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, it's, exceptional. it's exceptional it's exceptional from Benga. he's literally slammed him he slammed ben yeah him. i love it yeah yeah it's brilliant isn't it i'm just gonna now i i let my so dog out and now i need yeah. to shut the door which is now wide open yeah. but the we're dog is back this in life. yeah we're you, keeping this is, it, listen this is podcast yeah. it's a new normal yeah you yeah. know totally yeah
1: this is the uh, the new normal that we're uh, we're all enjoying now boyd have, what have you been doing during transfer deadline day today have you been able to concentrate on any work
2: um annoyingly i had to write quite a long article um this morning as it kind of as it was all happening but i have had do you know what i've had i've had it's funny i was going to mention this i've had sky sports news which, which has had that deadline day all day obviously and i've but it's really slow they're much too slow on sky sports news i don't want to not offend anyone there is said dog uh, he's, oh he's cute isn't he he is very cute
1: yeah. I you...
2: <laughs> right sorry about that i'm just talk- i'm just complaining about sky sports news transfer deadline day coverage um uh, yeah. it's very slow because so in this day and age like i think years ago you know you, you know i remember watching when you're watching 10 years ago before twitter and all this you genuinely it was thrilling because you were relying on them to show you and all the people outside the ground yeah, the big and all purple that stuff dildo that people- yeah 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 <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> harry read that winding the window oh my god those are yeah. the
0: days yeah he's
2: by the way he's on live of course now. he is yeah,
0: we're going to try um, and sign Nico Cranky. Oh, you know, we hope we can get him <laughs> over the line. We'll see. We, you know, Jermaine Defoe is going to come and play. He's forty-one, but you know, we're excited. You know,
2: <laughs> he's on with Jamie. He's on oh, with Jamie. Oh, no, that's good. That yeah, really
0: yeah. yeah.
2: Double, that's double Anyway, but it, now you see stuff like so. When it early on Twitter, it broke um, that Thomas Partey was back on because yesterday everyone was saying it's over. So OR and Partey have been our two big like targets clearly the whole yeah. the summer perhaps even earlier and um everyone night everyone was going it's over it's not going to happen a doesn't, doesn't want to come party we can't afford it blah 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 and then today all of a sudden earlier this morning um uh it was it was someone's what, I can't which journalist it was, actually. Can you remember?
0: Charles uh, Watts. It? it was Charles Watts. Well, thank you. Charles well, it was funny because I spot? actually, I text James McNicholas, Gunnerblog, and said, yeah. uh, I was like, you know, is, uh, what, any news on party? And uh, he just went, nah, nothing's going to happen. Um, maybe some players out, uh, but very much doubt it. And then 10 minutes later was when all the stuff had come through. Fine. No. and uh and then uh he just replied he goes all well, things you know things change very quickly but um but yeah just yeah. like mad it's it's all happening now it's all happening so yeah so he got he Charles you're right Charles Watts has got, got
2: the story first which is brilliant for him and um but we have to say AF Camden who regular a guest on this show um he kept saying all weekends that something was going to happen and he right it flew in the face of everyone and mm-hmm. I this morning I said to, I tweeted him saying you still optimistic and he's like yep yeah. I still think he said, if we're not going to finally push Partey over the edge or whatever, it will right, be yeah. completely unbelievable. And he's been, and it looks like he's right. We, ha- we haven't got the video announcement footage yet, oh,
0: yeah. which
2: I, you know, I like to hold back Hashtag until we get party back. time or something. Oh, party yeah, time, exactly. yeah. But it's looking pretty likely now, isn't
0: it? What, but so, isn't it this AFC bell or something? Cause I saw that going around but He predicted it back in um, August right. yeah. that it was going to happen on deadline day. Yeah. So That's maybe incredible. this is all. I mean, people in the know. We're not in the That's know, awesome.
2: guys. ITK. That is. Yeah. 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 But AF Camden is 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 a proper. I have to give him respect because I was starting to very much doubt um the, the veracity of his of his claims. But I'll, let's talk about this whole thing. Deadline day is that uh, you know party everyone. I think we get you get transfers are weird, aren't they? Like you 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 hear the story from everyone that we're interested in the player and this is a classic example party and aor to some extent as well it goes on for months and months and months you finally get him apparently on deadline day for quite a lot of money by the way which again backs up my obsessive theory that in the end because we've just at the moment we're just getting getting um uh you know player off on loan um and you know we, we're still we, we are spending 45 million on this player which mm. p- money we've barely got so in the end
1: and- you can push it through and go on josh but what seems to be interesting here is obviously we talk about Nicola Pepe, don't we? About you know that being staggered over five years. I mean, the understanding here from what I read, I don't know if you read it differently, yeah, is this it? this is one lump sum, right? And Apparently, that is yeah. incredible, that, that is a, a you know a, yeah. a real magic money tree, magic money sign tree. of intent, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, but my question is a to, to, to who knows how good party is, who has studied him, yeah, <laughs> and no B. Idea. I mean, he, what we do, he's a cent, he's a central midfielder. He's described as a defensive central midfielder. He's not the creative. AOR was the creative one that a lot of yeah, people were yeah. craving. He's not that. But what I do, you know, he's, he's, play, he's played against Arsenal. We have seen him. And I was reading up on him, you know, throughout the day. And he seems to be a player who can spray it around, intercept, Incredibly accurate passing, but also tackle properly. He kind of seems to be a bit of an all-round, in in, in theory, Vieira type player. And, I'm and using then when that you name. look
0: at when you look at um, how much Arteta uh, has been playing El Neni and mm. and I think El Neni's done really well, but it's like looks like party is is a big upgrade on El Neni and it will slot into that position there. And obviously they've got so many games because you know Jacques, I can't believe Xhaka didn't start a game for once. But you know Xhaka will come come in and out. Sabyas so I think's been looking like a Real Madrid player, um, and you know I think it, I, I, I know we're going to get onto the game, but you know looking at uh, William and in that central position, Bamiyang in the central position, and then we got sick wingers on the right and the left, and it, and it is starting to. You know, I think it's it's an important signing.
2: Yeah, definitely, Josh. What do you, what do you think? Because are you are you, there? I'm out, I'm still seeing some. There was a lot of the first thing in the morning when Arsenal fans were being um, typically furious about the fact that we seemingly weren't going to sign either of these players, and um, some of the older heads, shall we say, uh, were. We're, we're treating that with some disdain. I think. I think there is a whole there is a whole tranche, isn't there, if I can use that word, of football fans and not Arsenal fans. Same as that, every single club, football fandom. And this is going to sound very patronising, but I think it's true. Young football fans on social media clamouring for signings and getting really angry when the signing that in theory they were going for doesn't happen, even though mm. there was never any official confirmation of yeah. course by anyone is the thing now. And almost like ranking, being absolutely furious about it when signings don't happen is, a, is, is, is incredible. It's, it's such a thing now. Um, I think I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled if we're getting this one player on
0: top of the squad that we've got at the moment. Well, I think I was sort of getting myself to a point of, if we don't sign anyone, because it very much looked like we weren't going to sign anyone, of just going, well, you know, we signed a load of players at the beginning of last season and it was all very exciting. We got Tierney, we got Pepe and it was like, Oh my God, we're well, here we go. But Emery was in charge. And I think in the same way, the other yeah. way that it's like, if we didn't get any, any players, then it's still Arteta in charge, which is still great. And you know, he's improving every single player we have. So it wouldn't have been an en- end of the world if we'd not got party. And Gabrielle's look really, really good. Um, and hopefully like maybe Saliba will, 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 will come in as well this year. So, you know, I think, um, I don't think it would be the end of the world, but it looks like it's a positive thing, but we'll just have to wait and see. There's loads loads of teams of signed players that, that just take a lot of time. And I think people need to to chill, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. But to yeah. to adjust the creativity thing, because people are going to say, I can, uh, or well, as I say, already people are saying, this is the, what I meant to say just now, I didn't actually end up saying it, is that people are going, well, AOR was the one we needed because he's the creative one. And mm, that's what we're lacking. Mm. But as you were alluding to, um, in that, in Luke, in, in the game yesterday, We we ended up when he changed the formation Mm. when he put Aubameyang central and Pepe came on. We ended up with Pepe, Aubameyang, Saka being creative and William behind. Yeah. yeah, William behind. William, yeah, behind, William, who yeah. hadn't had a good game up until then, I think. Mm, you know, mm. um, that game, by the way, I think was a great, great for Pepe in every single way. Yeah, and this, yeah, is yeah. I, this is what it's what I've been hoping for. To to you know, it's almost great that he didn't pick him to start with. He came on as a sub, had an instant impact. Yeah. scored a brilliant goal. Um, had a huge amount. Of, I just think he is the like a creative player. He is, and I think Saka as well. I think if you, yeah, if yeah. if um, Arteta works out a way of keeping both of those in the team. You know, in, like they should both be first names on his team sheet. and well, I, I I tweeted that over the weekend about Pepe, and I wasn't I wasn't joking. I think he's so important to us as a creative outlet. And
0: I, I think you know, you I, I just think there is. I know Lacazette scored uh, three and three, but I think mm. the way Lacazette played for the rest of that Liverpool game, the way he played the other day, um, sorry, the way uh, Eddie Nketiah played the other day, I just don't think there is any. Any other form, a uh, uh, formation, or any other position that uh, bamiang can play than than up front, and I've tried to be the sort of oh no, mate, no, he works one on he still scores off the left, and it's like you can't be giving those chances to anyone other than Abamian, and he and his movement is so good, and and so for me, it's like that's the only way you get Saka in that team is having Abamian in the middle, and, and 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 with Pepe on the right, William behind him, and that that's a, a brilliant front four
2: it's exciting isn't it Josh I mean I've been one of those people who've totally defended Aubameyang out, out wide I mean purely because we've kind of got through a lot of games in the end winning or certainly not losing with with in the, you know we've had this we've had this situation for months haven't we um and and it's kind of you know it's been it's been okay but we did it, there was an extra level of excitement wasn't there when he when he went central yesterday
1: yeah, it, w- it was the obvious change, wasn't it, that was going to have to be made in terms of the game. And you thought if we're going to come on and win it, he was going to you know, probably uh, reach for Pepe ahead-, ahead of Lacazette to come off the bench just to be able to put Aubameyang through the middle. The, the creativity question that you mentioned before was undoubtedly what fans sitting there at half time would have been talking about yesterday because that first half possibly had yeah. as- aspects of Emery times of of, mm-hmm. of, of lack mm. but with a difference that so we weren't having loads of um, shots on our goal but with a p- potential lack of, of creativity a bit of bluntness with party coming I, you know clearly you know arsenal fans would always be on at this fifth what are we 15 years since v- uh, Vieira left us on this are so we finally placing Patrick Vieira but from Again, I can't sit and pretend I'm an expert and have watched him play any more than the occasional sort of Champions League game. But here is in a player who who undoubtedly goes, walks straight into our team. Luke's highlighted the point of El Neni getting opportunities. I think it's great and he obviously has a role to play in the squad. But um, it would be a bit of a surprise if his sort of Arsenal exile sort of came back into him being a regular member of a starting eleven. You know, Lucas Torreira is presumably going the other way in the next couple of hours on a on a loan with a view to a move. It seems a pretty clear upgrade on on Torreira, um, which even though his Arsenal career started so brightly, hasn't been for for almost a year. Really, hasn't been on sort of the level that perhaps it it was hoped it would be. So. That's just exciting, isn't it? To know here we are signing a guy that's going to go straight into our team, really experienced. This isn't like a Saliba, a 19-year-old out of the French league. Um, here is an experienced international who's played for the third-best team in Spain. has got international experience, so I'm excited about it. And I think you're right, Boyd. You know, with that with the right front three, there's enough creativity um, that's going on there. And I was just listening to a few of the journalists, the foreign football journalists on the radio earlier, saying we well, don't underestimate, you know, parties. Ability to to be to spray a ball to to be a bit creative, you know. Don't write him off purely as a, you know, uh, as a as a tackler and and to do the simple stuff. So yeah, I'm pretty excited. I think you're right though. Once people get into this buzzword of UAR, and it, you know it, it trends on Twitter and and then like it got so public, didn't it? Because you had the president yeah. coming out and talking about it. So when that yeah. does happen, fans are naturally going to be. Um, more frustrated, but who knows how many other things like that went on this summer. We just didn't have the president talking about it. I mean, I definitely tweeted O'R and said, come to join Arsenal, please.
0: He really yeah, hates he... being image furious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's known for it.
2: Yeah. 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 But the weird thing about it's funny, isn't it? Cause the weird thing about um, the Torreira for, for a start, it suddenly struck me. That's been a really weird situation with him for me. Like, because I thought he was really good to start with. I thought he made a quite an instant impact. And I remember banging on about how good he was on this fucking podcast for a start, you know, in his first few weeks slash months at Arsenal. And I've always really liked him. And I thought, I, I was, I, I thought he was the future of our midfield. No, I, I was never that keen on Guendouzi. I always thought Guendouzi was a bit ramshackle all over the place. But Torreira seemed to be a big upgrade to our midfield when he signed. And now, clearly, Arteta completely doesn't didn't fancy him at all, obviously, and we're now. I, I just. It's just weird, isn't it? When you think about it, that that, that, how, that, that just didn't work, and it,
0: it looked so good initially. Well, the, but there were so many reports of him being homesick, and maybe, right. maybe yeah. there is a lot more truth behind that. And because it's not like he's, he doesn't. He doesn't not. It doesn't not seem like an Arteta play. You know, he works really hard. Yeah. Gives everything on the pitch, and um, and yeah, he was he was brilliant at the start and got forward and then, but yeah, it's just, maybe he was, I mind you if he's homesick, I don't know why he's going to Spain. (laughs) So I don't know, but um, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He is tiny, isn't he, Torreira? And then he was a slight anomaly a slight, literally a slight anomaly Yeah, yeah. in that he was a tiny little guy who had no, obviously very little physical. I mean, this uh, party seems to be a much more physical presence.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, you, You know, so I think that, and I think that kind of athleticism is kind of is, is what we always we, particularly Arsenal need, I think, in players, because for a long time we didn't have that. But I also think uh, even though it's described as defensive, not particularly creative, I think in La Liga defensive kind of is that they're all technically good, aren't they? Those players mm, like you mm. don't you don't play, as you said, Josh, for one of the one of the better teams in Spain in La Liga, and not be technically proficient, even if you're ostensibly a defensive player.
0: Especially for Simeone.
2: As yeah, well. of course. Of course.
1: Yeah. And and here is a guy that also didn't miss many games last year. I think he he played all but three of the La Liga games. So, you know, a a real regular, you know, and uh, that's got to be encouraging as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, it's now at 7.35 and he hasn't signed yet. But, I mean, if this goes out, this by the time this podcast goes out, like tomorrow slash Wednesday, if if something's gone wrong in this signing, <laughs> listening, yeah. uh, uh, don't blame me. But right now, I mean, it would be, frankly, ridiculous if we don't sign him. Carry on, Josh.
1: It's funny you're talking there, Boyd, aren't you, about Lucas Torreira's not fall from grace, that's probably exaggerating it, but fall from being a certain starter and being so... Um, wonderfully received in those early months, you know. Probably so too, Gwendausi. You know, his yeah. fall from grace is uh, is huge. You know, here was someone who was seemingly quite quite liked by the manager and and was being selected, you know, arguably ahead of a established international like a uh, Lucas Torreira. And uh, this is another sign, isn't it, that we've got a completely ruthless manager who isn't going to put up with it. And um, that moment at Brighton will be. Well, it, it seems unlikely that his Arsenal career would be resurrected after this loan mm. move, but it could be the end of him, really. And also, he's, his few
0: of his tweets are a bit. Uh, I saw Gwen Doozy's tweets are a bit, a bit, a bit, um, a bit snidey <laughs> back. Sort of like people go, like, you know, he quote tweeted someone going, going to miss you, going to nice to see you smiling and playing again. And, it, you know, his reply was like, yeah, wink face. Like, and there was another one, yeah. where it's sort of like, it's just going to be good to be playing again and stuff, you know. And it's like, well. Mm. You know, I'd really trust Arteta. I don't know what's gone on there, but it's like, I'd say that if you're on board, then your Arteta will play you. And he was playing him. And if you're going to be a little shit, <laughs> then you're going to be kicked yeah. out of the team.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's clearly a little shit element to him, isn't there? Mm-hmm. I think that, I mean, you, you see that on the pitch. We saw that yeah, on the pitch, yeah, as yeah, you yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. We saw that in his in his, in his his social media. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm absolutely, he's exactly the player we should. People are complaining again about the sheer numbers because we all light in midfield very light in central midfield, and we're getting rid of two, Terero and Guedouzi. It plays in that position. Yet we've got about a dozen centre backs, mm-hmm. um, or people who can play at centre back. So that, and that, there is the truth to that. But when it comes down to like the player that we can reasonably get rid of in in quotes and get some kind and, and get off our books, Terero and Guedouzi seems very sensible to me. I mean, Terero, I, I would be perfectly happy if he stayed, but if that's yeah, going to yeah. enable us to get a better version of him in party, then fine, fine. But the, the squad is still unbalanced, but I, I don't know if, you know, it's just the, the way the situation got into, isn't it, Josh?
1: Uh, it, it is slightly. I mean, also today, the two that got into, you know, fighting off the robbers, you know, Kalazinatch. Doesn't look yeah. like he's leaving leaving oh, yeah. the club. Where he there's been so be much talk, yeah. supposed to be going, look like it's done. And then the, if we believe yeah. the same Twitter authorities that have been fairly proven correct today, then you know that move to um to Germany it was going to be, wasn't it? On on loan is is not happening, uh, and of course Mesut Ozil hasn't even been anything. There's been no smoke at all about no. him leaving the club in the last few days of the window. So, mm. you know now that's out the way. You know, it, do you think it's conceivable? You know, boy, Luke. Because the window was still open, you know, maybe what do you do with the Ozil situation now he is absolutely with you. Do you think there's any, are we going to see him? Do you think now it changes at all? No, that the I, window don't, is I don't no.
0: think so. And I, and no. I think, you know, as much as like, I'm a massive Ozil fan, but you know, I just think that we all need to let it go. And just, you think about in a year's time when there's so many of those players that are, that they're trying to get rid of are out of contract and you think, hopefully, if we can have a good season that's built on the last season, then all those players are going to leave. And then it really is going to look positive. Um, you know, I still think Ozil would do a brilliant job in this team. But he ain't going to play. So we just need to let it go. Like, he's gone. He's gone off with someone else. Like, we have to just <laughs> let it go now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it would take like injuries to every single one of our central midfield players. Um, and then... You know that then, even then, resorting to putting a central defender in that position, and it's sad. You know, it's it,
0: really, really sad. But you know that that's yeah. that's what it's become.
2: Yeah, that story. That the 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 full details of that story are yet to come out on there. I think, or at least, yeah. uh, You know, it's it's such a complicated situation. I think. Um, but yeah, I would I would be astonished if he if he came back in any in any way, shape, or form into the team. And 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 I agree with you, Luke. I think I think we just have to get over it. Um, I am over it, and um, yeah, yeah, and carry on. What did we think? Let's talk about more about yesterday's game, though. Um, again, I mean, it was unbelievably boring for the first half, um, wasn't it? But yet, like, I don't feel like I feel like it was Sheffield United who had a terrible start to the season, hadn't scored yet, had they? I think they were like desperate to get at least a draw from that game, and like they were really on it in terms of like their that the way they were their shape. It was like, they were absolutely rigid. They, you know, there was a deficit, very, made it very, very difficult for us to penetrate. Um, So I was kind of like, it was a frustrating, but I I think this has happened quite a lot. I feel with this, like this is the kind of game, you know, 18 months ago, certainly two, three years ago, we would have failed to win. Mm -hmm. And by hook or by crook, I feel with Arteta, we eke out these wins now against this kind of situation. We find a way in this case, he actually changed the system and everything, which he hasn't really done much. Um, but I I, I, I thought that actually in the end, you're like, oh, this is this is kind of great that you know, whilst Man United are letting in six, yeah, and exactly. Liverpool are letting in seven, particularly on that day, yesterday, the day of football madness, <laughs> as it should forever be known. Yeah, Arsenal, are like now, like the sensible team, the kind well, of he difficult has got to be solid.
0: He, he's yeah, the got sol- a sol- we're the solid ones, and we've wanted that for so. I've certainly wanted that for so long. It's just like someone coached the defense, you know, for years under Wenger, then under Emery. And it's like, and he really is doing that. Yeah. Like, when you look at Everton, you know, it can you can be a bit envious and it's like, Oh my god, they're creating so many chances. And it's like, Why are we not doing that? But you know, look, if we can be solid and just and get the results going and then and then build from there, like I'm not getting over excited I know a lot of Arsenal fans that are sort of saying, Ah, I see Arteta, and you hear the media as well. You know, was Chris Sutton and, and Robbie Savage saying, you know, they've gotten playing uh, Arteta's Arteta's gotten playing so well and it's very exciting, at Arsenal. And I'm I'm still just like, let's 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 see, like, you know, like a Still yeah. feel like we're the sixth or seventh best team in the league at the moment, and I think if we finish below someone like Everton, that is pretty criminal. We're like, you know, we've we've we've. There's a long way to go, but let's build from a solid base. But my theory,
2: I agree. with I I, I think yeah. I'm, I'm more. I am getting overexcited. I'm, I'm quite you know open about that. Yeah, yeah. My levels of overexcitement, but a lot of that is based on part on what I think the absolute crapness. Of Man United and their manager, yeah. to a slightly lesser extent, the potential crapness of Chelsea. Like, I think yeah. Chelsea are going to vary wildly yeah. from game to game, from week to week, from month to month. I just don't, I don't feel like their manager, lovely guy, blah blah blah. blah. I don't think he's at level. No, nowhere uh, near.
0: Inter- nowhere near. Nowhere near. He's a FIFA. And then manager. you look at yeah, exactly right.
2: And those results yesterday. I just thought it was, you know, everything. The whole fucking world of football is going, going genuinely insane, apart yeah. from us. And that there's something inc- brilliant about that, you know. Like you can see why I think. But t- what happened yesterday for me, again, shows why Arteta's going goes for this kind of very technical, or ve- very, um, you know, set up, A setup where everyone knows what they're doing. And it may not be thrilling yet, apart from in, in bursts, you know. Yeah. So I think in bursts and on the oh, counter. Yeah.
0: Those two goals yeah. were exceptional. Yeah, brilliant. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But like it could well be that 70% of the time it is fairly dull because mm-hmm. we're just keeping mm-hmm. things on the low, yeah. keeping things steady. Keeping things tight and steady seems to be. And when you look at what yesterday, it's like, well, fair enough. Because we yeah. were that team. We were the team that would always let in five, six yeah. against the big teams not yeah. so long ago, Josh. Yeah.
1: Well, that, that's exactly what we were saying before, wasn't it? That it felt like, arguably, times under Emory going forward, but certainly not going backwards, because we didn't look like we were particularly going to, you know, concede for the vast majority um, of the game yesterday. So, yeah, I, I just think—I don't know if I mentioned it on last week's podcast, but I love the way Arteta celebrates at the end of games. He oh, is yeah, proper yeah. giving it the fist pumps. You know, it doesn't matter if it was the FA Cup final or Sheffield United at home. And he's just finding a way to win as many games as possible. And it's an obvious thing to say, but four games into the season, for us to have won three of them, given we had a trip to Anfield, we're in a great position, given what's going on all around us with teams dropping points. And... You know, this season, what you need to come forth might not be the same points total as you're going to need, you know, as from previous seasons. You know, obviously, the league might even itself out. But, you know, right now, you look at the squad that we've assembled, party included, and I feel more confident than I would have done sort of at the back end of last season. Just suddenly mm-hmm. the stability that we seem to have now as a club, even the decisive decisions to get rid of Martinez at split fans, to get rid of Guendouzi, to just lose Torreira if he's not the right guy. It just seems like we, you know, we so clearly have a man with a plan who has been decisive and who you now have to say, and I know you asked the question, didn't you last week to Alan Algaboyd about Arsenal's odds for the top four, just based on what's happened this weekend, we are pretty much now viewed in the same way as Man United by the bookmakers. It's pretty much even with who's, you know, favorite for that fourth spot. And, you know, long may it continue.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. What did you think, Luke, about that? A lot of the, um, the pundits spent a long time going on about the Louise foul, the shirt tug yeah. in the first few minutes.
0: of the game. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't think it was... I thought the right it was the right decision in the game but then like I'm in an Arsenal podcast in an Arsenal WhatsApp group with Tom Rosenthal and comedian Luke McQueen and like they just had a go at me calling my opinion pub opinion I was just like (laughs) because I was just like that happens in a split second like he barely touches him and then he was just like nah like he pulls him back if he doesn't then he gets the chance and he and he and he and you know and he would have got to the ball before Leno but for me it was just like such the tiniest little thing and that's Louise needs to have in his head in that split second of going don't do anything to grab him and i know yeah. me shouldn't do that but i still for me i think it would be a mad sending off
2: i think it i would, I would not have been surprised if i i half expect him to be sent off because really? he definitely did he definitely did grab him as you say it was it wasn't a it wasn't exactly a dangerous for long yeah, grab yeah. he literally just it was a it was a little tug but what Mm-mm. what angered me so i wouldn't have been surprised to have been sent off i would have been furious more at him than anything. Cause he definitely, mm-hmm. it definitely was a stupid thing for him to do to even touch. Yeah. Them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. yeah,
2: And the keeper was rushing out, you know, yeah. the keeper was doing, he was doing a good job, Leno mm-hmm, at that point. Mm-hmm. And also, even if they'd have scored that early on in the game, you know, it's Anyway, so all that, but what really infuriated me was the fact that the, uh, the foul on, um, or Bamiang. Yeah. that almost badly injured him. You know, yeah. he's, he was hopping yeah. off a half time. Thank, thankfully he was fine. That was, that was terrible. That was a red car for me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we had the Mane yeah. situation. You know, imagine if, if that had happened. If it had been self, we'd gone on to win that game. We'd be fucking <laughs> top of the league.
0: Anyway. Oh, when, yeah, but when you look at, like, the way Martial got sent off yesterday, and yeah. you look at that Mane yeah. oh. situation, oh. You, just, you just cannot believe it. Like, yeah. that isn't, for me, that's just 100% a, a red card. Yeah. I know we talked about it already, but you know, I, and I do think the other tackle was way worse than the David Luiz thing that they didn't mention at all. I know yeah. Sky have only got coverage of about three and a half minutes in half time, but they just didn't mention, they, they didn't mention it at all. They just went Too all about fun. this David Luiz thing because I tell you what, David Luiz, someone said this to me the other day. If David Luiz had shorter hair, <laughs> people wouldn't bring it up all the time <laughs> yeah. about him being this clown. Cause he I'm isn't, sure he's a will. brilliant defender and he actually played really well yesterday. Apart from that stupid thing and like yeah. and I just think it's like it's like something happens it's with, same with Ozil it's like oh well Ozil's been lazy then it's like they get they've got something the media they've got and it's just their easy go-to thing
2: well and I think the referees I think if Xhaka like you know if Xhaka had committed that foul yeah, yeah. the foul on, on oh yeah he's players, gone he, he would have been gone you yeah. know if he'd have done that the elbow the Mane that he would yeah, have been gone yeah absolutely you know, at what it, minute the it, game done, gone yeah it does affect the referees, I and mean, because VAR is supposed to be getting rid of all this stuff, and it yeah. just is failing miserably to do yeah. so. But you're right; it was the punditry. Do you know, it was Alan Smith, wasn't it? I, I, I'm going to launch. I'm going to launch a semi-attack on Alan Smith. Roger. love him, lovely That's guy. Arsenal legend, don't get me wrong. I would never dare say this to his face, and I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. I'd be amazed if he does. But he is, A, A, he's so boring on Sky. He always (laughs) does Arsenal games, right? He always does Arsenal games, obviously. he's You know exactly what he's going to say, but he never says anything insightful or interesting at all. He's like the anti-Gary Neville, you know, completely Mm. pointless, except... His, his, his reviews on things like, he was completely fine with that tackle on Obama. He was like, yeah, I think it's a book. And I don't think, he was like, I don't think it's a sending. I was just like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? He's fair. And he makes an instant decision about things like that a lot and never, ever goes back to thinks about it again. And no one ever picks up on it. And you're like, are you sure? That looks really yeah. bad, studs in, yeah. full on foul. On Wyatt our white cross style. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. And Alan Smith's like shrug, shrugging. and doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. That's my Alan Smith rant out of the way um, we sh- we'll we talk more about that game um, we'll talk more about we haven't really got producers to make because because um, it's a boring international week but we'll talk to Luke and Josh Moore about Arsenal after this break
0: if you want an e-bike that doesn't look like it's made for the shopping precinct something that's less Mr Bean cooler dot bike or find them on instagram with hashtag CoolerKingBike. cooler dot bike e-bikes that are cool af
2: and we're back from the grape sorry and we're back from the break <laughs> back from the grape from the grape <laughs> right from the grape yeah i'm not drinking um yeah. luke so what? The, the, both the goals were brilliant yesterday. Saka, we have to talk about Saka. Yeah. What a joy. Again, not only what a day. For, it's picked for the England squad. He's gone off to the, yeah. for the, the England squad today. Yeah. Scores an amazing headed goal. Like yeah. totally unlikely.
0: <laughs> he's a tiny little guy. I didn't think he could get the power in that position. I know. I and know. He really did. I've and, got Saka on the back of my shirt, my new Arsenal shirt. Oh, nice. Love it. Nice. Little Love chilling. Him. Yeah. What I was going to say was, The interview. Did you watch the interview on Skype? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Oh,
2: what a delight.
0: Yeah. No, he's just great. He's, you know, and it's so exciting. And he's only like 19. And also, we're all forgetting that we've got Martinelli as well. Look, he was in unreal form. And that's why Aubameyang... (laughs) And I defended it so long, but he has to play centre-forward because then <laughs> Saka can play on the left. And then when Martinelli he can play on the left. And then if Saka is covering at left-back, uh, you know, with, with defensively, Abamian can come across to that left side and be there for that counter-attack like, like he does so brilliantly in the FA Cup final, in the semi-final. And, it, and it's just like, it, oh, sorry, I've got back to another point, but it just makes no, so no, perfect sense that Abamian yeah. has to be the striker to help people well, I think- like Saka.
2: I see what you're saying but I think it's almost more to help incorporate Saka and Pepe. Yeah. You know, yeah. for me like it makes it easier to incorporate those players if Aubameyang is playing central. And I love Lacazette, I really and I'm glad he, he's not going anywhere. Yeah. Because he will always be an option, won't he? But I think I'll have to we'll have to live with it, you know, because you'd think after seeing what happened after the game change, literally the game changer of that that move, that shift um yesterday. You'd think Arteta would go. Well, I have to give this a go. Don't you? Wouldn't you like you know this formation and let
0: and oh, put smart. Aubameyang in the middle? I know, and we'll see. I just wonder what Aubameyang says because you know it feels like him and Arteta in you know in such sort of strong dialogue mm. with each other. I'd be surprised if he's not said you Know, play me through the middle boss, you know. <laughs> yeah. thing, you know, like I, I would be surprised <laughs> if he hasn't had that conversation at some point, but I don't know, you know. But I mean, look,
2: I think Obamiang is so happy, as, as you, you you alluded to with your impression yeah, of his life, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. constant, constant. Oh,
0: laugh. No, no, I love it, I love it, it's amazing.
2: I think he's such a positive guy that he'd almost like completely accepts wherever he's picked to play, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and also is so self-confident. He thinks he can score from wherever he is you know, yeah, in, in, yeah, on the yeah. pitch. And of course, he's proven time and again, he can score from yes, that yes. position as well. Uh, but I, I think it's more about the whole, the whole team's creativity that's going to be helped by that formation. Josh, did you see the, the, the interview um, that I was talking about with Saka? And what a contrast between that and about 10 minutes earlier, that fucking Harry Maguire, who's the most mm-hmm. boring man in the world, well, even more boring than Alan Smith, um Zaka was fantastic wasn't he? just so likable and charming and natural
1: yeah he did it was with laura woods wasn't it yeah the, on on the touchline yeah and you even felt in her questioning that she was kind of feeling that he was a really sweet oh young. no he did a sit-down interview first he did a oh, sit-down I oh i didn't see, see the sit-down oh yeah i was talking sorry. about his post-match
2: which uh, no no no, after no, no, no. The game. oh
1: yeah ah, okay
2: i didn't no, see. No, he did a point, proper sit-down interview yeah in the epic build-up um, on, on, they had a full hour of build up. They yeah, they interviewed Harry McGraw. They had kind of a lot of build up about the Man United game. Yeah. Harry McGraw was literally like watching paint dry, and yeah. then Zaka came on in a sit down interview, and he was so in, he was talking about his parents and what they had to deal with, and they found a cold in this country, and talking about doing his uh, he he talked about getting A pluses, A stars. Yeah, no, he smashed his exam, his, his GCSEs,
0: yeah. didn't he? Yeah, A-levels.
1: and then they referred to that yeah. back in the in the second interview, as you said, yeah. Did, did he talk about God? He quite likes a mention of God from what I've noticed of him. He mentioned God in
2: the in the sure. post-match interview, but he didn't mention God in the um, pre-match, oh, funnily
1: enough. Was, I, maybe, yeah. maybe what happened is when he woke up on um, Saturday and read the Saturday Times and saw what Arsene Wenger had to say I about say God... Is, yeah, he's thought, OK, right. there's something in this. You're and right. he's actually yeah. got quite religious overnight yeah. ahead of the Sheffield United game. I think it's you're right. It.
2: Now, he talked about how though, he was asked when he found out that he was picked for England. And he said he was on the plane. It must have been coming back from wherever Thursday's game was. Is that, is that right? I think so. Yeah, first um, Liverpool. Um, Liverpool yeah. yeah, Liverpool. And he got an email. I think he said got a text or email from like a the England, the official England uh, team thing saying you have been and he read, he kind of said it word for word like a very formal you have officially been selected by the English FA to oh, play oh really of the squad. is yeah. how he yeah.
0: found out right yeah which is fascinating exactly didn't get called up from Gary Southgate didn't get a call
2: no maybe, like, maybe they did call him but he was in the middle of the flight and couldn't answer All the phone right so he got this message on his phone, and he and he said and he and he was like and he said he could just kept staring at it and could not move and could not believe it, and so he got this picture of little Saka literally sitting there, and and he said everyone else had got off the plane, and Laka had to like elbow him in the head to tell him oh, to really? get off the fucking plane because he was so mesmerised and thrilled by this
0: news from from England, yeah. what oh, well, and then did he say did he like did he then tell Laka what had happened or yeah. Did he-
2: yeah, then he told him, and was like, oh, everyone was, like, fucking up. Everyone was, like, Oh, happy
0: that's it. so great. Yeah. Oh, I'd love sure. to go and find that. That sounds brilliant. Yeah, have a look. Yeah,
1: hopefully, yeah, you, hopefully you'll find it on Sky. Yeah. Um, so I think we're kind of – we're fairly – go on, Josh. Well, no, I just – you know, not to bring the tone down, but I can't oh. let the, the oh, Gunasaurus story yeah. go yeah. without saying. Did you – where were you when you heard the news, Boyd?
2: I was um, – I was on. I was working this morning, and I saw it was it was on. Um, it was Ornstein, wasn't it? I think. I, oh, Well, that's where I saw it. Ornstein, annou- Ornstein announces most things. I'm amazed he didn't get the um, party yeah, party yeah. story first. Which he, but he didn't. But he did get the guttassaurus story first. So at least he did for me. Well, I, I saw
0: him. I saw him, Paddy Power. So I thought it was a joke. Oh, really? I thought it was um, like because you know they they're sort of like a joke account. Yeah. At the time. So I was like, oh, it's just a joke, a transfer deadline day joke that we've no joke but no it's it's, it's true but then it is awful of course it is and 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 i didn't realize it was a guy that had worked there for 27 years and i saw like ian wright's tribute to him and and my good friend Piers morgan's tribute to him but like i'm i'm surprised because also it's sort of i'm sure when the when the players are uh, when the fans are back he'll they'll have another job for him i understand that it's like well how long is that going to be what's the guy going to do for work which i completely understand but like that
1: the world is in the shit at the moment you know yeah yeah
2: do you know, i just think, think it's this, it's, this no, might just be void.
1: you know when like oh, yeah. in a normal office environment which i don't have a lot of experience of admittedly but like if a colleague leaves someone else just has to take their work i'm just wondering if there's someone like in the marketing department who's gone listen there's good news you're not going to lose your job we'll keep you on the bad news is that every home match day, this well, is your new outfit. I mean, like are yeah, they Ozil. just giving Ozil. the job to someone it. else? Gunna is gonna live on, surely, in someone else. Of course he is.
2: Yeah, Meta could do it
1: for a start. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. He's not doing anything I'll, else. I'll do
2: it. I'm up. Uh, for it. Luke, Luke would do it. Luke would yeah. I mean but in all seriousness, I, I I do think you're right. And it is obviously it's a kind of surreal story in some ways, but there is for me, it does sum up a soullessness. Mm-hmm. At the heart of our club, I have to say, because on the, I just think on the same day that yeah. you 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 pay a forty five million right yeah, for player, yeah, yeah. And so you, when you have financial difficulties, but I don't don't get me wrong, I'm thrilled with buying him, absolutely thrilled with buying him. We're finding the money from somewhere, fuck, who knows fuck knows where, to buy this mm-hmm. player with a lump sum, and at the same time, you lay off your your legendary multi-decade yeah. mascot. I just think, I, know, I hate the phrase, um, the optics, the bad optics. It's a horrible kind of like glib, you know, political phrase. But I, yeah. in this case, it's like, have some, I don't know, just have some wherewithal. Just They could have just said could have put, furloughed him you know furlough yeah, people seem to think yeah. that furloughing is something that only the government can do in their furlough scheme but companies do it you, yeah. can, you could you could have just said to him quietly without any fanfare without the athletic bloody finding out yeah oh you know yeah. we don't need you obviously for the next six months we'll still pay you or we'll pay you yeah. 80% of your wage or whatever and we'll yeah. get you back when the crowds been. instead this is how i totally it's, agree totally yeah
1: agree. i don't i don't know his contract with a club like he, he, he's not a full-time no, not employee not well but he's but he wherever he is however it works someone has
2: been told that we're getting sacking it. I mean, that is fucking ridiculous. How much do you reckon Gunasaurus gets paid? So we'll get Gunasaurus on the podcast. Yeah. Well, we I used to hear from, the, about, we wanted from the dino's mouth. Yeah, from the Dynamics Math. We wanted to get... We tried to get Jeremy Corbyn. I still want to get Keir Starmer. Big Arsenal fan, Keir Starmer. Oh, I didn't know
0: that. Oh, okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. Do, do a spitting image sketch on that. I thought the Keir Starmer sketch on spitting image was really good, by the way. Yeah, so his, did I. Yeah, his
0: boring lo- loyally talk is incredibly annoying, isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, yeah, yeah, the Elton John trying to sex him up yeah. was, uh, that yeah, was a really good, very, very funny sketch. That was really funny. Um,
1: anyway, so yeah, we still need to get Keir Starmer on,
2: but maybe Gunnosaurus is an even more important... Um, request josh
1: yeah no i take the point it's an important one the network will have to be going out looking for for jerry i don't know if he'd want to uh, to talk about it but um i don't know if he signed an nda boyd but surely well, other surely other
0: teams are, are, are dealing with similar situations it's right. just it seems always so public it's, always us. it's like yeah, if they're laying someone us? off oh it's yeah. front page news that ask like every company is struggling and I'm obviously I'm loyal to think, oh, we're, we're Arsenal, we're such a classy club and stuff like that. But it's like, you know, every company is struggling at the moment. I know it's hard when you look at how much money we're spending, but every football team is about what's on the pitch. And if they have to make yeah. cuts, then, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not involved in the club, so I don't know. But I just think it's it, Arsenal Twitter just goes mad about absolutely everything, good or bad.
2: Oh, of course, yeah. I think that's football Twitter, though,
0: in general. I no, it is. Yeah, it is football yeah. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think fans
2: are very. But yeah, they just follow it's the weird, world,
0: isn't it? accounts. Yeah, but
2: it is. You're right. It's absolutely classic. That I haven't heard any story about any other club mascot at all, and yet, Gunnosaurus gets the story on him. So obviously, Gunnosaurus is a more iconic figure, probably than than most other club yeah. mascots. But still, um, it's still sad. So we've now got a massive gap, haven't we? We've got like uh, till the Saturday the seventeenth, I think. Yeah. When we play City away, so which we sh- we- we'll have a- we'll fit another podcast before then, presumably, Josh.
1: Well, it's very much up to you, but I think such will be the excitement over the party situation that we we may need a week to calm down and uh, and reassess. But yeah, it's a five thirty kick off on on Sky Sports on the seventeenth. Uh, so,
2: and we yeah. drawn them in the bloody in the bloody Carabao Cup. As Carabao. There, of
1: in the Carabao. I think we'll beat home- them in that.
0: I Think we'll beat Do them. In that. Yeah, yeah, maybe. We should beat him in the league the way they're playing. But like Guerrero's back in training and he likes a goal against us. Um so yeah, we'll see. We will, we will.
2: Um
0: but I think generally we're positive, aren't we? I think you know, I think I I think I'm positive, but I'm I'm remaining grounded. I'm remaining grounded. There's a long way you to are go. You're to us all. I think in- if we could, if we've got these these ten games beginning of the season already. We've already obviously already played four, where there's lots of important fiction. In there we've got you know I think we've got City, Leicester, United in the next three games, and it's like you know look yeah. get through that, and we're still around at the top four, and then we've got Villa, so things will get a bit harder with them. Like it, you know if we're still around after ten games, then I might be even more positive. But I just think it's like let's just let's just see.
2: It's a hectic time coming up because we've got the Europa. And we've got we basically you have like two or three games a week, pretty much, you know, right, as right. when the Europa. Right, we've got got, we've Dundalk. got Vienna. Yeah. Dundalk. Yeah, Dundalk. Dundalk. Dundalk, yeah, Dundalk.
0: that's exciting,
2: isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, more exciting
0: if we could go. I know, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Josh, yeah, no, and uh, and Molday as well. A, a trip to uh, a trip to Norway as well. Yeah, it's a massive shame. This would have been some really good uh, away trips. Yeah. Even you, Boyd, might have uh, got off your uh, oh your. Your seat to go to one My of these. Fat
2: ass to go to. The, yeah, a hundred percent would have gone. No, I mean Dermot would have been thrilled. We would all, all be over sure the Dundalk. To to Dundalk.
0: Dundalk. Yeah. Can I just yeah. ask uh, what, what's happening with the season tickets? Because uh, we got a load oh, of emails yeah. saying that oh, got to get involved. You got to get into the, the. And I put every single thing to try and get in that ballot to go to the Sheffield United game. And but now yeah, what's happening?
1: Same. That well, like I have completely it ignoring it. Oh, go on, Josh. Have, Josh's got. Well, got I have I have it on fairly good authority that just under half of us went into the ballot, which I'm surprised at. I thought it'd be way more, yeah, but apparently just under half entered the ballot. So this whole thing that it was going to be like, you know, um, how many games did they say one in? One in four, did they oh, okay. estimate? I think it was one in four. It's going to be more like one in two. If this ballot does come into play, it's going to be more like, you know, one in two. So um, the club were really shocked, uh, I understand, that the that was um, as limited as it was. And they were also surprised at how many people applied as just a one, you know, because they did give yeah. people the option to go as a four. So that also brings the the proposed capacity down because the more ones you have, the, the you know, the the less people they could fit in. So there's a bit of news on on that. But, you know, the club are just doing what they can behind the scenes, along with other Premier League clubs, lobbying, you know, the Premier League is as, as, uh, sorry, lobbying the government as the Premier League to get fans back in the stadium. But it doesn't look like it. But it does seem happening. very frustrating when you when you look at Royal
0: Albert Hall is going to have, you know, potentially I think they're having like 50 percent and it's a 3000 seater. And yet they can't get anyone in Premier League grounds. Like and and uh, not just Doesn't Premier it, League. Yeah. You know, it just seems mad to me that yeah. if look, if there's gonna be more lockdowns, all the rest of it, uh, it's probably a different podcast, but it just seems mad to me that we can't they can't do some sort of COVID safe, even if ten thousand can get into a sixty thousand oh, seater. Yeah,
2: it's mystifying. It's a real
0: sh- yeah. it's just and,
2: You know, no one is getting COVID. I said this last week, I think. No one is getting COVID outdoors and you know, first of all, it's all in small enclosed spaces in right, people's yeah, households. Yeah. But, but yeah. the you know, traveling
1: boys the travel yeah, to get to the stadium is going to be. I know. Not everyone can go by uh, by private vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I go I go
2: public transport as well. But I've I've been using. You know, I've been using, I've had to use the tube every now and then. You know, and, and you just deal with it, don't you? You kind of, you know. I mean, I, I yeah, you're right. It's, it's it's the travel. It's the travel is an issue.
1: I can see that. No, I, it, Even ten thousand fans. Yeah, this is not a podcast about COVID or or, or what's going to happen, but. Look, from, from really most things you read, right, this is heading in a direction of, of more restrictions. And mm, I don't yeah. know how are you going to marry up telling people they can go to football, but then they've got to go. You know, they can't have another household coming. Yeah, 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 something yeah, like that seems to be coming. And yeah, it does feel like um, much as Arsenal now have just under half of all our all of us who have paid that deposit. You know, uh, it will just sit there. But apparently, what was also interesting was, Bob, uh, boy, did you leave money in your account? Like, I don't know if you were owed anything back from the. No, I took it back out. Year. So apparently, seventy-five percent or so left it in, which I was shocked about. I took mine definitely out. Definitely well. la- Definitely laziness.
0: I don't think I, well, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what I've done. <laughs> so like, I think right.
2: I thought I think it's also our slightly um, clearly our wealthy elitist fan base as well that, yeah. that has enough money has enough well, money they can just leave it in there festering in, in yeah, Arsenal's yeah, bank yeah.
1: account yeah exactly with no, maybe, no interest whatsoever yeah or maybe maybe people felt that it was the right thing to do in the circumstance and they're going to use it at some point for the club so um, well, I we had for
2: the whole preposterous thing it was about four hundred and fifty quid and I immediately. Took it out into my bag, and that to put exactly the same amount back in for oh, the yeah. registering of the ballot. It was a preposterous situation, yeah. And it still remains. Before we go, I just want to mention um, the other big transfer day news that Theo is going yeah. back to Southampton. Like, yeah, I'm pleased for him. You know, I, I feel like you know he needs. He's kind of been the sub, isn't he? For Everton, obviously top of the league. Um, having an amazing season, but it's nice that you will be, I feel like going back home to some, yeah, is a nice yeah, yeah. Do.
0: And I, I think as well, just looking at it from an Arsenal point of view, uh, you know, we're often sort of, uh, it's quite negatively spoken about how we don't sell players for enough money and other teams can always do that. But you look at like the Ox, Awobi and uh, Theo, and we got, you know, nearly 90 million for those three players. Like it's good business really when yeah, you look yeah. at what they've gone on to do.
2: Yeah, wobby oh, was good business. Well, he is now part of a of a of a, of a the title top of the league squad.
1: <laughs> yeah, go on, Josh. I just have some breaking news of my own. Oh, oh, it concerns Ganasaurus and confirmation oh. of the fee to attend the wedding. Do you want to have a guess?
2: Oh, oh no! Well, is you it... said five hundred.
1: Yeah, I was um, wrong. Apparently, apparently it was two fifty. Oh really? 250? That's not but bad. That's I not wanted enough. to, but to clarify, not as a fee, as a donation, as a donation. To, uh, to the Arsenal Charitable Trust, the Arsenal oh, Foundation. Oh, okay. Does it for free? Uh, oh, that's it's nice. Important oh, wow. that I can that. So that's, um, you know, that's a bit of news there on Gunasaurus. And I hope maybe he can just still do that, because I'm sure there's loads of Arsenal fans who, if and when we can ever have celebrations with other people again, would love him to be there and be doing a donation.
2: Yeah, that's true. Um, well... We, we could go on all night, but we should probably wrap it up and we should probably all turn our attentions to Sky Sports News or, or Twitter more, more yes. personally yes. quicker to find out when party finally signs. Hopefully um, Luke has been brilliant. Let me, before you go, let me ask you these questions. One, what's been your favorite um, song performance so far in, um, uh, celebrity karaoke club on itv2
0: <laughs> so far uh, sex on fire is my favorite uh, but nice. uh, there's there's a very there's some very fun stuff coming and it's uh, it's a really if you haven't seen it it's on itv2 on wednesdays and saturdays uh, saturday uh, it's always a uh, 10 till 11 and it's a really fun show and uh, you get to see a lot of celebrities m- me in inverted commas but in uh, uh, you know getting drunk and singing songs and it's it's a great show you have got a genuinely great voice by the way oh thanks very much it's incredible
2: yeah Um, and 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 what is the best new impression that we've got to look forward to coming up in spitting image can you say
0: um i would say (laughs) do you know what like and i'm not going to do it now because i haven't got the confidence to do it but i've randomly got more confidence to do it for spitting image but i (laughs) played i played brad pitt and uh, oh. and I never thought I would end up playing Brad Pitt, but they were just like, "Yeah, can you do it?" And I've done it in a few sketches, and it's really good fun. And then there's another. I play Greta Thunberg's boyfriend in um, quite a few uh, sketches, and that is a really funny character. So, so I'd say uh, check out. Wait for those two.
2: Oh okay. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I thought the Greta Thunberg one was funny actually. Yeah, 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 were, yeah, yeah. She's got some po- face stuff coming. Yeah. yeah. But she that is a funny. They've character.
0: done it in the right way with Greta. Like people are so worried that they're going to get yeah. it completely wrong with, you know, she suffers from autism, she's a young girl, she's very positive, you know, doing a lot of positive work. Like we're not going at her in the wrong way. I promise you. No. No. No, cool. She's, she's yeah, a celebrity. No, she needs cool. to be mentioned. You can't, you can't it. not mention. Exactly. And, and you, know, you also can't just have like
2: right wing Tories and, yeah, and Trump yeah. and all that. Or
0: you criminals, have, yeah. you know, like it is, <laughs> it, you know, it's important. Like it's important. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, thank you very much, Lucas. It's
0: been a joy. Thank you so far. much. Uh,
2: thank, thank you, Josh. You. And we'll be back sometime before the City game, hopefully. Yes.
0: Bye. Bye. Wasn't that a great podcast? Now, if you've got 90 seconds spare in your day, come and listen to ours. It's called What Has He Said Now? and is available wherever you've got this podcast. You're going to lose a number of
2: people to the flu. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Step into the world of power, loyalty,